0: Yes, let's talk about some UFOs this morning, because when you see a headline like more than 350 new UFO sightings have been added to government records, you really want to know more about what is going on. And the fact that I read that in Smithsonian Magazine, too, you go, all right, well, this is legit. And why is the U.S. government suddenly so talkative about UFOs when for years and years they would never say a word about it? Let's dig into this, shall we? Chris Rutkowski joins us now, a UFOologist and author of Canada's UFOs Declassified. Chris, thanks for being back with us.
1: Glad to be here. Thanks.
0: Can you help us figure this out? Why are there suddenly so many new UFO sightings that the U.S. government is talking about?
1: Well, you know, to break it down, um, the uh, U.S. government uh, told uh, service personnel to report them. And that's quite different than in previous years, where uh, you know people were worried about their reputations and their careers if they talked about UFOs because of a stigma that was attached to it. And so, in uh, 2021, uh, the United States government, and the Pentagon, said, you know, we want to hear from service personnel who have seen UFOs or unidentified aerial phenomena, the UAPs as they're calling them now. And so, what happened was that they started reporting them. And uh, uh, and although the they're being categorized as new. Uh, a lot of these are actually old. In fact, uh, out of the 300 or so that were recently reported, uh, about uh, you know 100 and 100 or so uh, are from before 2021, and about 250 are between the 2021 and a cutoff date in 2022. So over 18 months or so, uh, and not all of those are new, new as in just happened during that past. Eighteen months. So some of them are dating back quite a bit further as well. So, you know, it's uh, they're new in the sense that they've just received them, and uh, but the U.S. Uh, asked for it. That's what they got.
0: Okay, that's interesting. So does this also tell you that people never forget this, right? If they see something, they've obviously held on to it. They wanted to report it.
1: Absolutely. You know, if you see a UFO, and it, and it sometimes changes your life because if your worldview is that such things don't exist, and you see something that really doesn't look like it belongs, that can really uh, rock your world.
0: So what, can we classify what these were? Did, did they sound similar? Like, what are they reporting?
1: Well, that's the problem with this report. In fact, it gives very, very little detail. In fact, less detail than the original report did back in 2021. Um, we do know uh, that they said out of the 350-ish uh, newly identified reports, as they say, they, uh, half of them had unusual characteristics. Half of them had very strange characteristics, uh, and uh, uh, of those, uh, some were characterized as uh, drones, some were balloons, and some were sort of radar glitches. But they don't actually say how many were things like mm, stars, other aircraft, Starlink satellites. So we don't really have the full picture, and that's what's so perplexing here: that we don't really have a good picture of what was seen, and. Even of those, they say, you know, we're not entirely sure what the remainder were. It's like, you know, if you're standing on a street corner and you, you know, happen to unfortunately see someone get hit by a car, uh, you know, somebody says, well, did you see what kind of car it was? Uh, Who was driving? What was the license plate? What color was it? What make of model? And you might not have caught that because you're so focused on helping the person. That doesn't mean that the person was run over by an elephant or a, or a you know, a flying uh, refrigerator, it would simply means that uh, you know the, the the object that that caused this uh, was unidentified in the sense that you don't know exactly what it was, and that's what a lot of these cases are. They couldn't say whether these things were planes or or or, right. or balloons or whatever. they was simply we don't know what they were so, so we have an
0: increase in the quantity of information but not the quality of the information.
1: Exactly. In fact, the, the report goes on to say that's one of the biggest problems with this. What it does say is that military personnel, and, that, and that's all that uh, we're reporting, these military personnel themselves are seeing and reporting uh, unidentified aerial phenomena, which is quite remarkable when you think about it. Because uh, you know this isn't just uh, you or me, or the person uh, down the street at the grocery store. This is these are people who are in some cases are very qualified, they have experience in seeing what's in the sky, sometimes pilots with, you know, 10,000 hours in the sky. Uh, so they, you'd think that they would know what was in the air at the time and would be able to identify them. So it's actually quite significant that so many military personnel are coming forward and saying they've seen something.
0: Right, and so I know that NASA's also looking into this, right?
1: Yeah, although NASA has a completely different um, uh, program in place, and uh, the two are, are actually not really talking to each other all that much. We hope that they will eventually. But uh, NASA has is, is taken an interest for the first time in a long time, too. And you know, while this was uh, reported through American uh, this this American task force, Canadians are, are involved, too, especially if you can imagine if this was uh, a series of reports from military personnel all around the world, which we think they are, there would be Canadian reports in there as well. We're curious just to find out what... Canadian military personnel have been seeing. Uh, We do know that pilots continue to report seeing UFOs uh, in Canadian skies. As a matter of fact, uh, a report uh, came through uh, NAV Canada just last night, as a matter of fact, that a pilot uh, flying between Labrador and uh, the Rock um, uh, reported seeing unusual lights uh, in the sky and reported it through Transport Canada and eventually made its way to NORAD. So, you know, even this year, just a, a week ago, uh, pilots uh, in uh, in Canadian skies are reporting UFOs, and so it's becoming more and more common. And hopefully, we'll get enough data we can make some sense of what's going on.
0: Yeah. So, what do you make of all the information? Like, you've been studying UFOs for years. Has anything has anything answered that you've seen answered any questions for you, or have you think, oh, okay, finally?
1: <laughs> no, we don't have uh, the final answers uh, quite yet. Um, we just don't have the data. I mean, somebody has the data. the United States or Pentagon probably has the data, but they didn't release it in this unclassified version of the uh, of the report. and there is a a classified version that supposedly people are chasing down right now, but we don't know you know how many cases occurred in you know New York versus California, how many cases occurred at eleven o'clock at night versus eleven o'clock in the uh, in the morning. Uh, Were things red, purple, or green? Uh, What were the shapes involved? Uh, Who exactly were reporting these things? And were they seen with binoculars or on radar or or whatever? We don't have that data. And without that data, it's really hard to make any kind of assessment. So what we're looking for is some clarification. We're hoping that we'll get more information over the coming years. um, And uh, maybe, you know, we can finally put some of this to rest. We know in Canada, we have somewhere between 700 and 1,000 UFO reports every year. Um, and that those come from uh, military personnel as well as pilots and uh, and civilians. So we're you know we're, we're hanging in there as far as uh, UFO reports go.
0: Well, you know what, that's what keeps people hanging on, right? Waiting for that Absolutely. that final piece of information. Chris, thanks so much for your time this morning.
1: No problem. Thank you.